we're live and we're gonna pull our fucking guns out because we're junk. Guns out. Guns out, buns out, baby. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, actually, hold on. Well, instead, I, I did pick up something. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, um, let me take a seat here. Back to me yelling. Back to you. Back to me yelling at people on Grinder. You were yelling at people on Grinder. It's a lot of fun. What were you yelling at people on Grinder about? I I just go on there and talk shit to people and mostly in character. Like I'll do characters and different different stuff like that. But I uh, I just will fuck with people and it it gets like ridiculous like that I think I sent you the one thing last night about uh, why don't you suck my dick like a real man that was from like somebody yelling at me why don't you suck my dick like a real man <laughs> which is such might a... be the best thing anyone's ever fucking said <laughs> it's so cool dude like he he and then I talked to him on the phone and like I, uh, I I thought it was awesome because like he was just like, well, you know what? I'm from Ashland, Kentucky, and I'll suck a dick better than any goddamn motherfucker ever around. And I was just like, yeah, you will. And he's like, well, maybe second best, but I know I can do well. And I was like, don't put yourself down. I believe in you. He second, was like, <laughs> well, maybe second best. Like he thought that there there may be one. Maybe one beautiful prom queen out there that's got him beat, huh? Yeah, some beautiful angel that just, you know, she she. I love her. She she does what she. And I'm to proud do. to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. free. Thank you. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Lee Green. This is the number one Southern Ohio Lee Greenwood podcast. I took a sip of my American juice and then I sang along to Lee Greenwood. I feel like a patriot. Country music. Nothing Ra- bad to say about it. Random side thought. I don't know. Probably something bad to say about it. Not Shout much. out. I mean, yes. We, there, that's a topic. But before we, <laughs> before we get there. Before we get there. Um, shout out. I've also been listening lately to the... Grand Theft Auto San Andreas radio uh, talk shows and commercials. That's hilarious. That is my nostalgia. That is how I work. That's very funny. And one of them is... So many, too. Dude. And Those games all had great soundtracks, man. Yeah. yeah well, and the comedy for them is well-written. Like, like they, they talked with like professional comedians to build a lot of that shit. But one of my favorite things is I was listening to one of them and it, it was a commercial in between two programs and it was like a political commercial yeah. for a bill and it was um and I'm I'm paraphrasing I'm probably going to fuck this up mm. I highly recommend people checking this out um it, you know if you find it but it was uh vote 11 on vote Vote yes on issue 11 involving illegal immigrants. Illegal immigrants are coming into this country by the waves, and we need to do something about that in San Andreas. If we let illegal immigrants into this country, soon they'll become just like us, overweight, unhappy, and too lazy to do menial tasks. Vote yes on issue 11 (laughs) to keep all illegal immigrants. And I was just like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, that's that 2006 humor, baby. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the first time I played San Andreas? No, go ahead. So we were uh, we were on our way back from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I was in my I was with my Boy Scout troop. We had just spent ten days trekking and canoeing through the northern Minnesota, like southern Saskatchewan wilderness. Yeah, which is sick, right? Yeah, like, they literally just—I was like 13 years old. Me and a bunch of my friends and like a couple adults—they just like dropped us with canoes and food and clothes, and we're like, "All right, we'll pick you up a hundred miles away in ten days. See you there." Holy just shit! Go. Nice. Go. I did that once upon a time in my life. I spent ten days in the wilderness, but on the way home, we stopped at the Mall of America, <laughs> where one of the dads bought his kid. I love how you went from like. Out camping to the most like oh. economic oh, capitalist. Listen, thing. The, the, the ten thousand lakes in Minnesota, legitimately one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. I've I, heard. I would highly recommend anybody go there. But yeah, on the way home, we stopped at the Mall of America. 
I bought a I bought a Slipknot CD at Barnes and Noble. I did not. They were for babies. But you bought a slip. Which Slipknot CD? Iowa. Nice. The middle one. That's pretty cool. The second. There's probably like ten Slipknot albums now. There were only like three when I was a Slipknot fan. Dog. uh, Rest in peace to the bassist because we're Slipknot. I saw them twice with him. Dog. Rest in peace to the bassist, bro. Yeah, dog. R.I.P. R.I.P. to. Actually, I think the half that band might be dead. Not even trying. No, joke. no, it's just the one guy. Oh, okay. Wait, no, Joey Jordison left. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a great drummer. Yeah, I mean, he's a good drummer. But uh, sure. anyway, yeah. So <laughs> this kid picked up uh, San Andreas, and uh, <laughs> he, he was able to convince his dad to buy it for him. And we had a fucking TV rigged into the car, like back in those days, where you could just like plug a TV into the like, cigarette lighter. And you could just have like a small TV. So we had a fucking, we had like a PS2 or whatever. And we literally spent 13 hours playing this game in the back of a fucking Durango. And one of the kids was like a year. He was like one of those guys that was like a little weird. He was a little off. And he was like our age, but like a year behind us in school. So he was like super sheltered. And we, he was like, can I play? And we were like, sure, buddy, you can play. And he immediately beat the shit out of an old lady and then drove his car into the gas station and blew himself up. In what video a f- game in yeah. San Andreas, yes. not in real life. <laughs> fucking <laughs> legend. Legend. Shit. Just immediately. Dude, I remember going to a family reunion and like entering a family room and like my little seven year old cousin was just murdering people on Grand Theft Auto. Like, oh, it was like... Hell yes, dude. Yeah, and it's just like... It's equal parts sad, but also hilariously awesome because it's like, dude, oh, yeah. they just are straight murking people right oh, yeah. now. Holy shit, yeah. In a video game, in a yeah. video game. Not you, in real life. Not Nobody, in real life. Nobody's being murked IRL. Yeah, yeah, this is, you know... When we talk about pulling our guns out, we're talking about in the video game. Yeah, we're talking about San Andreas. Yeah. Hell yeah. You got to have your guns out to San Andreas. Yeah, we should uh we should definitely uh we should have Ron on the podcast again soon. I was thinking about that today. Ron the God. You I'm going to I'm going to beat you on the pod is when I'm gonna, Where's my gun at actually? Yeah. Where's the gun at? I need the gun. I need the gun. Yes, we need to book Ron. You need to book your uh uh which I I can book Ron. I can do that. You know, you want me to book you want me to book John Ritter's nephew? I mean, you could book John Ritter's nephew. But, He's my buddy. But bring uh, fucking uh, your brother and his sports podcast. Oh, I've been trying to get them boys on for a minute. Well, and I, I want him to, because he's a sports guy, yeah. I want him to comment on G. Johnson's top five picks of NBA players all time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get him the list 100%. It's on my Instagram. I just posted about oh, it today. Awesome. Hell yes. All right. You hold yeah. down the pod for a second. I'm going to grab. What was I going to grab? Your gun? Yeah, the gun. Oh, yeah, the toy gun. I don't gun. actually have a gun. It's a toy gun. It's a toy gun, to be clear. It's a, it's a very satirical toy gun. Uh, so while Harry's uh, getting the gun, Harry's got a gun. Harry's got a gun. Remember, remember that song, Janie's Got a Gun by Aerosmith? That was like... What a weird, like weird 80s Aerosmith. Dog, with all okay. the sense and weird stuff. You're, you're you're starting to crack my brain open because you you fucked my head up the other day with like what band did you first get into, and like I even messaged you about it and I was like it was actually this and like the Charlie Daniels band yeah. it wasn't like them, so that I, I Charlie Daniels band was definitely first. It might not. <coughs> <coughs> But I distinctly remember getting in like 98, 99, 2000. I remember yeah. getting an Aerosmith live CD. Yes, dude. I was a huge Aerosmith a fan. A little South of Sanity. I've ha- I have that CD or I've had that CD. Dude, that was my second band. So my first band was the Beatles, but my second band was, was Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Okay. I've seen Aerosmith live five times. Really? Five times. Holy yes. shit, dude. I saw them live. Uh, at the Nutter Center in Dayton once, and my dad's near my home. Yeah, okay. my dad managed to swing uh, like thirteenth row tickets, Damn. which is cool. And you're like, that's cool enough, right? Like, see, so yeah, I'm pretty fucking close, regardless. But then you realize there's a runway down the middle, so I'm actually like two seats away from this runway. And at the end of the runway, 
uh, is actually where they started the show with like another drum set. So they started the show like in the middle of the arena and then moved back to the stage. It was fucking crazy. Because they, you know, they're Aerosmith and they have the technical ability to do that. Damn. Just that's have two a, drum a sets dollar, set up. Well, yeah, it's a million dollar stage show. Oh, it is for sure. But I literally was so close to Steven Tyler. I could read his mama kin tattoo. Nice. Yeah, dude. It was nice. Fucking. That was almost 20 years ago. Uh, I was like, so it was 2004. So it was 17 years ago. Nice. And uh, that was like just push play era, right? Uh, no, honking on Bobo era. Okay. The one after that, the one where they did all the blues standards. Yeah, that's right. That's the one where right. they did like Roadrunner and they did like Jesus is on the main line and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, really weird album, man. And then, of course cool. they had to do a bunch of shit from that show. But then here's what's funny, right? So I saw them in like, that was like 2004. I went and saw them. So then in like 2006, I'm in like ninth grade. And Aerosmith is coming through town again, and I want to go. So I go, and they're, first of all, Motley Crue opened for them, which, like, when you're 14, is the coolest fucking show. Yeah. It's titties, yeah. it's fire, it's Satan, all right? That's yeah, all. for a 14-year-old. It no, fucking dude, rocks. You just, you just fucking ate that band alive. Oh, my God. Because you just sneaked this them, but it's so accurate because it's like. Oh, my God, dude, no, no, no. Honestly, it fucking rocked. Yeah. Dude, I had the time of my fucking life. And, yeah, yeah. I got to see the original Motley Crue perform they're going to be dead someday. You know, Oh, I've seen a weird number of musicians who are dead now, like an, an insane number of musicians who are dead now. I know the feeling I've seen Tom Petty and I hold that dear to my heart. Yeah. 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 I've seen, uh, God, who all have I fucking seen? I saw stone temple pilots with the, with the yeah, original. Yeah. Me too. Saw, Where'd you see them at? Um, I saw them rock, rock on the range. Wait, in 2008. That's when I went. When they when they were like doing their first show. Yeah. Yeah, I was there, dude. I literally were you on the floor? There. Were you on the were you on the field? I was in the stands. I was not on the floor. I was on the field, dude. Damn. My homie Rob was in the floor. Oh my god, I wish I could find that. Where he came out phone. in that like thin white Duke style yes. tux. And like his he bleach like, blonde. He hair. looked like hell because he had he had just gotten arrested that week. For a fucking DUI. <laughs> yeah. Like, on Wednesday that week. Dude, he was late. Scott... Remember, they were late to the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, dude. But you know what? Still rocked out, he though. He still that killed. Was a... yeah. Scott Whalen still fucking killed, dude. He still sounded better. He sounded better at that show than he had in years. That's the funniest he part sounded, about... He sounded so bad with Velvet Revolver. Those songs were so lame. Yeah. And, like, he... But when he's finally out there, like, I am, I am, I am. I said I want to get... Like, that fucking rocks, dude. Dude, uh, since you went to the show... I did. That was the show that... That show like, so long ago, dude. Well, and do you remember they let the people pick the lineup? Or the, 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 the program, the set list? I don't remember that. I guess I do. It's so been a while. Man, God, that was so long ago. That was... That was, again, that was, like, in the teens. That was, like, 14 years ago. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I remember I was on their mailing list, and they yeah. did that, and, like, everybody voted for fucking Loungefly to get played, and yeah. they did it. And it I was, remember that. They played uh, Cracker Man, too, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they played some deep cuts from them, and it oh, was yeah. just, like, fuck. That was, like, for to they see that the hits, man, too. Yeah, oh, dude, it was, like, one of... For seeing a band that has a bunch of albums, that was one of the best set lists I've ever seen. You want to hear something wild? Speaking of Aerosmith, I saw Aerosmith the first time in 2002. Their opening act was one of Run DMC's last shows before Jam Master J died. Whoa. He literally got murdered like two weeks later. Damn. Maybe like not even a month later. I got one for you. You got one? It's not me is this Is this episode going to be called Dead Rockstars? Dead, it, literally, I have. It's not me personally, but it is a Cincinnati thing of legend. The Who concert. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So one of so the people, people that was killed yeah. was related to my stepdad. No kidding. God, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's some fucked up shit, man. You know, I don't like. I don't. Uh, I don't love talking about the Who concert tragedy. Not because it's not like historically important. Not because it's not interesting. It's just fucking sad, man. Dude. These are just some kids. I Concerts, the thing that fucks me up about the Who tragedy, especially the fact that it happened right here in my own backyard, is that 
for me as like a chubby teenager, as like an outcast kind or like just a weird kid kind of, I was friends with everybody, you know, I was like, but I was like, I was kind of a weird kid. I was kind of, you know, I was kind of marching to the beat of my own drummer. You know, I was kind of in many cliques, but like also fiercely independent. You could just boil fucking safe space, man. You could just boil it down to gay. Yeah, I was a f- I was gay, <laughs> and uh, I was a f- gay. Um, I, I, I was a gay. I was a gay. Um, a f- gay, but uh, the um, I was. Me I was too, closeted, dude. but uh, concerts were my fucking safe space, man. I saw some fucking amazing bands. I went to Rock on the Range several times. Dog, I saw Dropkick Murphys, bro. Hell yeah. I right was, in uh, the era of when I'm shipping up to Boston came out. It was the broiest show I've ever been to in my life. Bro, I still have my Real Big Fish 2009 Bogarts like, hand-painted poster in my office. Oh. And I, I treasure that, dude. It sits there. The only show I've ever seen at Bogarts. Oh, great! Is Tyler the Creator? Was it a good show? It was a Goblin era. Okay, so that's that's good stuff. I don't know how the crowd would have been, but I can tell you, he probably it, killed it. It was he did a really cool job, and I will, I will give them credit because I've been to some like metal shows and mm-hmm. punk shows. Yeah, definitely like. Just as intense of like mosh pits and stuff, because yeah. that was the era when he was like a little bit more hardcore. Right. And I mean, like Bogarts is pretty decently sized. Yeah, it holds a couple thousand. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 it. That crowd was probably it wasn't nearly as crazy as when I saw Dillinger Escape Plan. That was the most violent. Oh, crowd. I saw I saw Dillinger Escape Plan open for fucking Slipknot, dude. Really? Yes. Damn. So you got to see them in an arena. Yeah, it was weird. I saw them in like a club show up in Columbus. They were not suited for an arena. I bet they were awesome in a club show. I'll put it to you like this. The way that it ended was the guitarist hopped up to the ceiling and climbed one of the rafters yep. and dropped down on the crowd on top of us for like like the final portion of the song. That's like, amazing. I, I still to this day like can like vividly remember like his foot like landing yep. on my chest and just being I, like, oh fuck. The most intense shit like that I ever saw. I saw Cage the Elephant in like their first album era. Yeah. But when they were just coming out of like the underground and having like the E you know, kind of their E P following. But uh they were still doing like the crazy fucking show. I've never seen a dude crowd serve as much as that guy did at Bogards. Damn. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else I fucking saw. I saw Slater Kinney at Bogarts. That was a fucking sick the show. The real estate group. The real estate. Yeah, dude. The real estate group. Dude, I, I know that they're a band, but does it not sound like a real estate group or a law firm? Like, mm. it, like if you never fucking told, like if nobody yeah, heard of Kinney. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh man, have you heard about Slater Kinney? Oh, what are they like? DUI or like criminal? Or I also saw them with their original lineup before Janet Weiss left. Nice. So that was cool. Um, I saw. You want to talk about a weird one? I saw Disturbed at Bogarts. Like what? the last, probably the last tour they were a club band. Damn. When yeah. was this? 2005. Okay, so this is like right after Down okay, with the Sickness. Y- no, this is. Uh, 10,000 Fists? 10,000 Fists, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, There was the Jägermeister tour, so Jägermeister was sponsoring <laughs> it. I'm fucking 13, dude. I'm dying. Oh, it gets better, dude. Jäger is sponsored. <laughs> so there's cheap Jäger flowing all night. Everybody is so fucking drunk. You know that lizard man, the guy who like tattooed his body to look like a lizard, and he has like horns, and he can like pick up stuff that's like hundreds of pounds with his earlobes. You know <laughs> yeah. the guy I'm talking. He fucking hosted <laughs> what? And corrosion of conformity opened. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. It was. It was crazy, dude. <laughs> I like. I like. It was the only time I ever saw Disturbed on purpose. Every other time I saw them, they just happened to be at whatever festival I was at. I went to Ozfest. I saw System of a Down on their last tour before they split. Wake up. Grab a rush, put a little makeup. Dude, you want to know what rocked about that show? They talked, Why'd you leave your dick up on the table? For as political as their fucking songs are, they maybe talked for two minutes in that entire two hours. Wow. They just fucking went the entire time damn damn 
I think I've heard Rage Against the Machines kind of the same way, but I get and it's like they're political bands. I'm like they don't need to proselytize. It's in their songs. That's fair. Try not to use too many vocab words with uh, high syllables. I'm, oh, okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just sure. kidding. You don't got to do it, man. <laughs> you don't got to do it when your songs have got the politics in them. <laughs> I just... Fucking you don't got to talk the politic when you sing the politic, boy. <laughs> boy, you I, don't got to talk. I don't know why I, I talk. I'm Leghorn Leghorn now. Boy, you got to talk the politic. You got to... No, I'm just Bill Boy, you... If you don't do the politics, <laughs> you got well, to do the political... You rage against the machine. I, I want machine are they raging against? The toaster? Are they raging against the espresso maker? <laughs> what? What machine are they raging against, Rudy? Puddin' Pops. They're raging against Puddin' Pops. I don't even know if that's a good Cosby or not. It was solid, I guess. It was fun. It was yeah, fun. It's, it's a fun it was it. a fun Cosby. It was fun. I'll, I'll be your straight man. It was fun. <laughs> Have you ever heard on, on Come Down when, when Nick tried to do uh, Chucky? And he was like from Rugrats and he just sounded like Cosby. Tommy! <laughs> Tommy Pickles! My name's Tommy My Pickles! My name's Tommy Pickles! <laughs> Fuck, dude. It's so goofy. I, um. He is a monster and should be in prison. Who? Cosby. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chucky. He's I was like, like yeah. he's a he's a he's, he's a cartoon. He's a cartoon character. character. He's not re- <laughs> easy, son. It's just a drawing. No, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. That. For the record, but I do agree. He's with kind him. of my go-to when I'm like, look, you can't cancel every problematic like artist or whatever. Like, you can't undo the the influence people had on you or whatever. But like, I feel like we all have to have our line where it's like, look, I'm maybe still gonna like listen to a problematic artist or whatever. But like. There's a limit, and I think Cosby reached that limit. I think R. Kelly reached that limit. I think uh, plenty of white people have reached that limit also. Hell. Jimmy Savile. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Savile is probably is definitely reached the limit. Yeah. Um, Where it's just like, no, fuck you. Yeah. They're an evil monster. Well, th- there there's a difference between being somebody with like some clear fucked up personality issues yeah. but like yeah and just being a sociopath that wants to hurt yes 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 for yes sure dude you know and, and, for sure and you know i i i like to think that like some of those people that you know are like a great example of it i'm a big fan of like david bowie but Thank the Lord that he died when he died, because good oh, Lord, dude. that man would have been eaten alive by the Me Too era. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, I, I I do think that he got better. You know, he had a wife, he had kids. He probably. I, I think about it in terms of like, could you imagine if like people from like the forties and fifties were still alive? Yeah, like how many of them would just be Me Too to the sun and back? Frank Sinatra. Like, oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> Frank. The, the entire Rat Pack yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and like the ins- not only would the entire Rat Pack be got for like sexual stuff, like almost certainly they would also be got and like for good reason too, because like they basically just like use Sammy Davis Jr. as their racial whipping post for like fifteen to twenty years. Like I remember, like there's a segment on like I actually probably like his singing voice more than anybody else in that. Oh, he's that amazing. Group. Yeah, but I love they, I love Sammy Davis Jr., man. He, he's amazing. But yeah. I, I I'm I'm speaking in reference to like I dude, I remember like seeing a clip, I think it might be from like early Carson. Yeah. But like it's like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and like Sammy Davis and Sammy. Jr. Okay. Yeah. On on the show. And is it is who was the fourth guy who was always with them? Was it Joey Bishop? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But there Peter Wofford was also a rat pack. True. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. I'm Adam, dude. You're fucking Adam. God damn it, Tim. We're gonna have to beat. Wait, I'm, I'm mean, cool, Tim. Yeah, shoot me with the gun. Shoot me with the gun anytime. Every time I interrupt, this has actually been a lifelong problem of mine. So yeah, feel free to shoot me with the toy gun anytime you, I interrupt. I, I, do you do this in sex? 
Are you like in Do the I middle interrupt of it and sex? you're just like, hey, did you know that like the specials actually recorded that in 1980? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you rule, dude. Yeah. What a fun dude's rock. Dude's rock. Dude's rock. Fun facts are always fun, even in the middle of sex. <laughs> you should go down on a woman and then come up and tell her a fact about bad religion. <laughs> Their singer has a PhD in zoology. That's pretty cool. That's pre- like that's cool. That's cool I'm knowledge. Sure, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I can't remember. He was in the, the documentary about the Descendants, whose singer also has a PhD in science. Yeah, that dude's super smart. Yeah. It's cool, dude. No, it was actually dope because when I was in a punk <laughs> band, my fucking singer was also a science major. She, they, were in a, they were in school doing the science thing at the time. Oh, hell yeah. So I don't know what it is about punk singers and science but they seem to go hand in hand that's how it works dog if you're a punk you're either like kind of brilliant like that like you're yeah. like a very brainy type yeah or you're an utter fucking idiot i was a i, I was a brainy type but i was like a history brainy type yeah. like i was i was working in museums you were a gay brainy type. Gay, i was a you gay were, brainy, i was given brain i was given brain is what you're doing is that what i was doing <laughs> yeah no that's not true they, nah. they they were they were the brains and you were given brains. No, that's damn. <laughs> no, no, not together nah. like separate. Nah. I mean, you nah. know what I mean. No, 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 no. Yo, we got that show in Toronto. You ready to give brain, Tim? <laughs> yup, yup, <laughs> yup. <laughs> I never played in Toronto. We played in Guelph. That sounds pretty. Yeah, it was. It was a fucking college town in the middle of Ontario. It was did dope. You, did you play in poutine? We ate some poutine. Oh, you didn't play in the middle of it? No. Damn. I I ate some poutine, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so funny to be in a bar and just like to look over your boys when you're with the chickens be like, yeah, I'm about to go back to the apartment and get some poutine. You know what I mean? Is that what it's called when you hook up with a French Canadian? <laughs> just wink. You know what I'm saying? And she's just like, why are you winking? I love, I why love. Are, why p- are you winking at me, sir? I love your poutine. I uh, love what, it. What, what the hell do you know about poutine? I, I will eat poutine like it's my job. What do you know about poutine, you stupid American poutine? I, I use my tongue and my mouth and, and my teeth on the poutine. Damn. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's so cool of you that you do that. I do. It's fun. Damn, dude. I, I'm at a restaurant causing problems. You give, you give a whole new, uh, you give a whole new uh, meeting to the word squeaky cheese, brother. Just me performing cunnilingus on a plate of poutine in the middle of Canada. Yeah, damn, dude. This is why. This is why we need. You need to figure your situation out because Junkhead needs to go on tour. We need to tour the states. We need to tour Canada. Dude, what if I'm washed up? What if I can't do it anymore? You I'm can't. Not fu- I'm not funny anymore. Yes, you are. Shut up. <laughs> you shut your mouth. You sound like me four months ago. You loser. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Now, now that I've grown so much <laughs> since then. I. You know what? We're, we're gonna take full credit for that. No, I'm just kidding. That is Tim's personal growth, everybody. No, it's not. I'm an idiot. Don't don't listen to me at all. He got the vaccine, and now he's fucking smart. I caught the Katie, and they <laughs> left me a mule to ride. Dude, did I tell you that my... I just made a fucking Taj Mahal <laughs> reference. Dog, did I tell you that my dad called me, and he like got the COVID vaccine, which, very good. I'm, I'm very happy that he got it, but my dad's like a cynical prick. So he calls me and tells me that he got the COVID vaccine, and he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, oh, not much, just hanging out. And he's like, well, got the uh, the vaccine. And I'm like... Hold on, I, I think this message might be about something legal. Yeah, can you pause this? Is that possible? Oh, shit, hold on. Again. We're going again. Sorry, folks. I had to handle a legal situation. Yeah, something you can't know about. Criminal. You got small tits. Criminal. Yeah, that's your. Because I got small tits. No, they do. Oh. That's why they're illegal. They've oh, got small titties. Oh no, See, you're illegal know, because. I don't know, dude. I respect all titties, honestly. I love all titties. I'm just being mean right now. Anyways, small titties are. Why are you being mean to the itty bitty titty committee? Small bro? titties bro? are illegal, no, except for no. everywhere except for my apartment. 
Damn. So yeah, all, turned all the, it. All the, turned all the, it. Well, bam. All the small titty. All the small titty. All the small titty folks got to come here. Yeah. Damn. As a matter of fact, all titties are illegal except for in my <laughs> apartment. Except in your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> all titties. All titties. Damn. Damn, dude. I miss titties. Breaking news today, folks. It appears that a man in Cincinnati has died by being smothered to death by tits. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn, I hope I, I hope that's how I die. <laughs> me too, dude. I, I would love it. Rock me titties like a wagon wheel. Yeah. Suck some titties any way you feel. I just I just accidentally smothered him with my F's, F cup sized titties. Mm-hmm. What a tragedy. No, he was smiling the entire time. My man had no problem. <laughs> he was he even busted right as he died. <laughs> it was so cool. It's like his spirit came out in his nut. <laughs> oh no. Fucking awesome. I don't know about that. But, <laughs> no, no, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> that's that's how I procreate. That's how cam- that, that's how Harry's procreate. <laughs> that's how that's how Camaros procreate. Camaros. Fucking Camaros. That's you. Cam- You're a fucking Camaro, dude. Camaro. Camaro. You're a bitch Camaro. In, a bitch in Camaro. Bitch in Camaro. Bitch in Camaro. That's that is a great fucking punk band. The Dead Milkman. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Classic. Shout out Filthy Gods. Oh for sure. I do think it's kind of weird that they had a place there called Zipperheads when that's like a racial slur. <laughs> yeah. And they talked about it in that song. Yeah. Wow, that's problematic, everybody. Time to cancel the dead milk. Time to cancel Philadelphia. Cancel Philadelphia. Cancel them. Cancel Philadelphia. Cancel the fuck out of them. Cancel the fuck. Cancel them. Yeah. You guys can't see us. We're moving around the kitchen. Yeah. We're we're angry pacing because we got to cancel Philadelphia. We're pissed. No more Philly cheesesteaks. We're pissed. <laughs> we're pissed about a slur that nobody's used since the Vietnam War. Mike Schmidt is going to have to be executed by firing squad. It's an incredibly fucked up. Slur though, when you like, you know the root of it. Yeah, yeah, dog. Like, <laughs> she blowing people's heads up and shit. Like, it's so fucked. That that was. Um, I'm gonna use a word, and when I use it, I'm obviously using it satirically. But that was American swag in like the early 1900s. Was just like going to other countries, invading them, and just like thinking of new slurs for them along the way. Oh yeah, no, that was our pretty boy swag once upon a time, and it's uh. Well, it ain't so damn pretty now, is it? Yeah, it ain't so damn pretty. Now, yeah. I got to ask you a question because I was yeah, thinking about do. this. Please do. If you walk into a bar All right. and you see more than one juggalo in the bar. Oh, yeah. Do you assume it's a juggalo bar or just happens to be a place that they congregate? I would assume ICP is probably in town because that happened to me once, but it was a Waffle House. That's kind of cool that they hang yeah. out at Waffle House. Uh, there were several. I saw several jugglers at a Waffle House once, and I'm I'm guessing ICP or some similar some similar band like Twisted or yeah. something. Remember Twisted? Twisted with Remember, a Z. With a Z. Twisted. 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 Also, this segment is sponsored by Black Jugglers Matter. They do. That is a thing, and they do matter. Damn, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, one of my highlights, because I, I know this isn't my camp podcast, but one of my all-time highlights in working at camp was one year during staff week, which is like the week that we're just hanging out and prepping for like camp to open. We watched the gathering of the Juggalos <laughs> video on like the shitty Wi-Fi in our mess hall. And uh, it was like this whole premise with like where Vanilla Ice was an alien and he was like announcing gathering of the jugglers. And it was probably we should watch that video. We should see if we can find that video after this. It's so good. They're like they talk about a free helicopter rides with a presumably drunk pilot. And other such activities you could expect at Gathering of the Jugglers. There were so many things that happened at camp that just blow my mind. Okay. You know who else played at fucking Gathering of the Jugglers that year? MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice. And George Clinton's P-Funk All-Stars. That's kind of... So, you know what's honestly... Like, the Gathering of the Juggalos was a decently, like, surprisingly racially and gender diverse 
they had Ice Cube one year. Yeah. Yeah. Like those, like they had like a while. It was, it is honestly the fucking gathering. The jugglers had a more diverse, like racially diverse lineup than like any other like festival I can think of. It's honestly kind of cool because that is true. And they're still animals. They're, they're, cra- they're a crazy bunch, man. My favorite gather- gathering of the Juggalo fact is that the first gathering of the Juggalo, they offered free helicopter rides, oh, and they had to stop the next year because the Juggalos were literally trying to, A, take over the helicopter, and B, jump onto it when it was flying in the air. <laughs> so man, apparently they imagine, were. Just imagine Juggalos jumping from a fucking helicopter. <laughs> Like almost getting cut in half, <laughs> and then being like the pilot, like <laughs> running over to ICP and being like, I, "We can't do this anymore." We they almost killed everybody. <laughs> like so good, dude. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. <laughs> well, apparently they worked out the free helicopter ride bug somewhere along the line because they went they went back on their bullshit a few years later because this must have been like the third or fourth gathering of the Juggalos that I'm thinking of. Yeah. But oh my fucking God, dude. Like I'll never forget. I think there was like a haunted house and it was like, boo, bitch. That's <laughs> so cool. It's so dumb, dude. It's so good. You know what, dude? Is it the corniest shit in the world? Maybe. Do the people who enjoy it, are they very genuine about it? Yeah. Is it really any less stupid than most things most people like? Not really. Yeah, no. Like, Is it any less dumb than people that paint their faces and go to football games? Like, No, 100%. 100%. Like, I, I fully agree with that. Um, they... They, they. I mean, obviously, I will say like the the culture is uh, it's something else. I, although I I do kind of appreciate it in like an ar- ironic way. Oh yeah, it's fascinating. Man, I would go to gather. I remember once I would perform a gather, dude. Dog, I, hold I need on. to start a stoner metal band so I can perform at gathering the jugglers. I remember some shit. I remember for one of the gathering of the jugglers, they were like. And at the Poppin' Fresh Comedy Tent, we've got the comedy stylings of Rowdy, Roddy Piper, and Jimmy J.J. Walker. (laughs) And just for the reference, we all know who Roddy, Rowdy Piper is. legend. Jimmy J.J. Walker is a guy that played on Sanford and Sons. That fucking rocks. <laughs> That's Holy. the poppin' fresh comedy, dude. <laughs> That's so fresh, dude. Red Fox died the day I was born. That's how fresh his comedy is. I love it. Now, I, I will say... I, is a, dude, I love Red, Red the God for sure. Well, I, I Red's cool, and I, I respect Gathering of the Juggalos. Last little bit about I, I've I think I might have even said this on the pod, but I still want to say it again because it's one of my favorite things. So, like, the police calls that they get for like Gathering of the Juggalos are fucking insane. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and one of them was, I guess, Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J got like really, really drunk. Right. <laughs> And got onto four wheelers and just ran over people's campsites. <laughs> and they had to call the fucking law and be like, the guy who runs our festival just like destroyed our our campsite by running it over. <laughs> and, like they had to like come out and mediate between like those. that's cool dude they had to squash ju- they had to squash some juggalo beef dude yeah. it's, it's one of the greatest that's things. so good <laughs> 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 that's so good holy fuck dude <laughs> Uh, it's it's literally one yeah. of the, my favorite things that I've ever been told in my life. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Juggalos. Honestly, the cum boys should play at... No, Chapo Trap House should do a show at Gathering of the Juggalos. I, hey, I, everybody. Uh, do you know what John Kasich said this week? 
Whoop, whoop, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? I'll make a diss right now. Come town. Why don't you go and perform at Gathering of the Juggalos so you fucking twats can actually play in America besides New York City and D.C.? Damn. Damn. You toured Canada and Australia. For the love of God, tour us. Like They don't like us. I, we hate you. Like Damn. Damn. No, I'm we We do. Pun- we love you. We're we, so we're so sad that the Cumboys have never come here. Yeah. Nick was gonna come here last year. Stav did. Stav did and Nick was gonna come in the spring, but COVID canceled it. F. I would get uh, seeing Nick Mullen live would be very interesting, I'm sure. I'm gonna I, I bet it's like I bet it's like twenty minutes of stand up and like forty minutes of like cumboy Q and A. Probably. Which no dissing, no just I'm not people dissing. yelling at him to do voices and stuff. Well, he's probably playing Kevin Smith mode on it, like yeah, because I don't think that he works out like as far as like stand of No. like I uh, I have a buddy who went and saw Stav and Adam, and oh, our buddy Ron went and saw Stav and Adam the other night. Shout out in uh in New York. And apparently Adam was looking at him like the whole time, which is just like a thing, you know, you like find a person, you lock eyes or like you find a spot and you lock eyes. That's just like showbiz stuff. But he was like the whole time. He was like, whoa, cool. Adam looking at me. It's cool. Adam. <laughs> cool. Adam. I, I've i seen Adam like on the Internet, obviously do stand up and it's it's pretty funny. I, yeah, I, he is very good. Obviously, should he, I do, do stand up when COVID's over? Oh, dog, like, of course. Will it make me a better podcaster? I mean, even beyond, like, making you a better podcaster, it'll make you comfortable on stage. And being comfortable on stage with just a microphone is a invaluable skill that in the world of art and entertainment cannot be denied is, like, completely useful. Yeah. So, and, too, like, I, I think... I think you're like warm and receiving, and I don't think there's like got something. That's, I got something for you. It's warm and receiving, pal. Hey there, pal. Hey. Hey there, pal. Hey. Hey there, pal. Boy, you gave me the willy. What is willy? Play this. Play this back at my funeral, please. Play this back at his fucking funeral. Play this at my. Play this for the jury. His he he said to play it at his funeral because he's a pakalavushi. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking fanook. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that would be so. Because like the three people that get it would be like, oh, oh my god, oh like, my, <laughs> the three Italians. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. <gasps> my grandmother used to say that. Where did he learn that? He watched Soprano seven times. <laughs> he, every time he got, every time he broke up with a new woman and got lonely, he would rewatch Soprano. He literally, him and his friends started dressing like the Sopranos. It was really weird. <laughs> that's like that's how bad their lives. You are, are. kind of rocking a Polly Walnuts look right now, dude. That bit. those are my they're my fit inspiration, bro. Yeah, Polly. I just a, need more gold. Tony Sirico's a ledge for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Shiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polly, do you want to give me dating advice? I'm going on a date pretty soon. Give me, give me good dating advice. All right, make direct eye contact and say right. pound that hole is the goal. Pound that hole is the goal. All right. Yeah, it has no gender to it, so you're clear Damn. on that part. So true. And if she complains, look her in the face and be like, but it has no gender attached to it, so I paid, I followed the rules. Honestly, if I tell my, if I tell the one person I'm going on a date with tomorrow that, I, that, that my friend said to do that, they would probably find it very funny. Well, then do it. Yeah, it's actually very funny. That's actually very good. Yeah, man, we're going to drive around uh, the cemetery a little bit, and I'm going to show where all the cool graves are, or show them, rather, where all the cool graves are. The old cemetery. The Spring Grove. You know, I'm a two, have I ever told you, you fancy about? kids in your cemetery graves, you could go to a restaurant, you know. <laughs> Not these days, man. <laughs> That's true. Fuck, I forgot about the world we live in. Fuck. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill myself. Kill myself. Yeah. Fuck. JK, JK. No, we do not. In the game. In the game. Yeah, jokes. No, not in the game. Reset. uh, Not reset. uh, Start a a new level. God, that even sounds like I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, To 
Sounds like I'm getting plowed. <laughs> Damn, I went over to this. <laughs> I, I went over to plowed. this football team's locker room and I got to another level. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Yo, listen. Do you remember that time I took that softball team into the abandoned hospital and I went to went another, another level? level. <laughs> remember that time I was Clint Eastwood, son? What? Remember that time I was Clint Eastwood? What? When I was Clint Eastwood. Well. I was Clint Eastwood. I'm Sam Elliott. You're Sam Elliott. I'm Sam Elliott. You're Sam Elliott. I think that sucking pee-pee is the greatest I'm Sam Elliott. (laughs) (laughs) I'm everybody's favorite cowboy, Sam Elliott. I'm Sam Elliott. What if, if, like, shitty Cosby was the only impression I could do? (laughs) And I just did it for everybody. I was just like a, I was just like a, I don't know, the other Norman Rock. I'm Norman Rockwell. I do paintings. Dude, we got to get the podcast big enough so we can send you to voiceover auditions and just have you, like... Just be Cosby. Yeah. Well, it's 1-800-GENERAL now. Let me tell you something, kids. If you want the general, you got to get the jello. <laughs> Fuck. 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 <laughs> Fuck, dude. That would be terrible. I should not do that. You know, before back before I knew any of that stuff... Uh, again, a camp story. We used to make. Ba- this is back in the days before smartphones. We would fucking the bang. I just wanted to do that. I did not. Shoot, I didn't shoot Tim that time. I just we shot would, it uh, in the air. This is how fucking old school we were, man. We would all we would all make a staff page, which was like our area of camp. Would all write like our names and our phone numbers and like our emails or whatever on a page, and we would copy them all and give everybody on camp a book that just had everybody's like contact shit in it. Because this was like pre-smartphones. Not everybody had a cell phone yet, even. Damn. The, yeah. So our, uh, they told me we had to make a, uh, a staff page. And I was like, I was an area director. I was in charge of one of the areas of camp. And I was just like, a, I don't give a shit, dude. Like, who's like the most, what's the most random thing I could just put on our staff page? So we were the, we were the area of camp called Native American Village, which is very funny that I was in charge of that. Oh, but it was my. pretty much just like a, we did like leather work, basket weaving, shit like that. But uh, sounds like you're running a commune. I, I, I literally didn't put anything like teepees or like anything related to our area at all. I just put a giant picture of Bill Cosby in the middle of our page and then wrote our names. Jesus. <laughs> that was like, so it's just this picture of Bill Cosby and it was like NAV. Oh, my God. And then just our names and then people's contact info. My man was random before random was random. Uh, dude, I was a, I've been a shit poster since the day, since paper. Dude, that that kind of reminds me. I, I remember being in, like, a senior in high school, and we had, like, an English class that wanted, like, she wanted, the project was to pick a song, and that was, like, like you would write about the song and how it relates yeah. to you. And so to be a dick, I picked Thug's Mansion by Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. She's like this Southern like Texas lady. She's like, well, how does Tupac relate to you? And I was like, well, you know, I go home to the Thug's Mansion. It's real tough, you know. <laughs> I go home to the Thug's at my mom and dad's house. <laughs> That fucking rocks, dude. And like, here's the thing: you appreciate it, but no, like, a couple people laugh, but most people in that school were just like, "What the fuck?" Like, and it's like, "What the hell, Harry?" Yeah, that in high school and like a couple years after that is like when I found out that like my humor is not like I'm not a Friday night act. No, like you're a late Saturday act. Yes, you're like a two a.m. Saturday act. Yeah. Baby. I would Alt love the comedy. two AM slot at like the comedy store. Oh yeah, as the junk as Junkhead. Oh for sure. I love your wine rack with no wine on it. Yeah. And up there is the fascist Nutcracker. <laughs> damn dude. Yeah. He just he came like that in the box, and I was like, really? God damn, you guys are really pushing that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fascist Nutcracker. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. He's the a di- racist nutcracker. The racist nutcracker. <laughs> yeah, dude, he just... We do not like the Italians. <laughs> or the fucking Polish or the fucking Croatians. You just see... You just see, like, him, like... Oh. Did I, like, glue 
it up there? What did I do? Oh, there it goes. Um, but no, you just like you come home and he's like down here, <laughs> and he's just like the Jews have all the money. Jesus Christ! No, <laughs> no, no. We're gonna have to cut this. But since he's down here, I have to do this bit. You just come home and he's like, listen. They only make up 14% of the population, but they commit more than half the crime. Racist nutcracker, that is not a true statistic. Yeah, none of that shit's real. See, we don't have to edit this out because we're go we're against the racist. We're against the racist yeah. nutcracker. What else do racists say? I've heard that one on Fox News and shit. Um, they said, there was marijuana in his system. That officer was justified. That's not true. That's, That's not, not true, true, racist nutcracker. All of you seem like illegal immigrants to me because I'm a son of the American Revolution. I can trace my lineage back. You know what? Those Anyone people, they genocided the Indians, you fuckhead. Yeah, that's not cool, dude. Yeah, you idiot. Yeah. Stupid. Well, you guys are gay. Hey, you don't get to use our word. You don't get to use our word. <laughs> this country's been going downhill since the filthy Italians came. All right, yeah, I can't okay, argue with that. Okay, yeah, okay. Damn, you're so right. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, they they say that if you you get into one of these arguments with these type of people, you, you should can, you should try to find common ground. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it came quicker than we thought. Like, well, Larry, let's talk about how Tim is such a cock there. Well, Tim, Tim Tim's, Tim's a kind of cock there. <laughs> are we doing Larry Sanders now? Yeah, Larry. Larry, you know that fat boy, Tim? He's a sucks cock, Larry. He can't suck cock on TV. The network won't go for it. Bring me a BC headache powder. I need to... I can't fuck. Dude, that was actually... You almost got it. Really? You got pretty close there. You almost got Gary Shandling there. Yeah, dude. Bring me a BC headache powder. That's actually pretty good. That's a pretty good Shandling. Tell the writers that the monologue sucks. Man. Cracking me up. Hank, what the fuck? Shandling the God, dude. Shandling the God. Rest in peace to the motherfucking God. I was actually watching some stuff about him last night. I was watching uh, the interviews Apatow did when he made that documentary. And I was watching a couple of Gary's interviews with E. And I was watching uh, Conan's tribute to him when he died. All very good stuff. So did you see, did you see the one interview with Apatow and Shandling where he gets rude with him? No, no, no. I didn't see the interview. I saw an interview, I think, that Conan or somebody, maybe Kimmel or somebody did with Apatow after Gary died. Oh, I about see. About the documentary he did about the yeah. Zen Diaries. It's good. It I've heard it's good. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm sure you've watched many times. I, I've actually, that is due for a rewatch because I haven't watched that since it first came out. But, um, yeah, it's definitely one of my uh, favorite uh, like comedian documentaries and it really goes into it goes one it goes into his psyche and two I think it's really cool is they they get they capture a lot of his like stand up that he was doing in the last couple of yeah, years of his life for sure. and it's funny oh yeah dude he was a funny fucking guy did I get another call Jesus Christ you 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 motherfucker. Oh jeez. You see who this calls from. Oh, I just man. keep checking my messages in the middle of the podcast like a piece of shit. Yeah. He's checking his messages because he's a he's a bad boy. Oh, that's just that's just them reminding me that I have a doctor's appointment. You got a little doctor's appointment? I got a doctor's appointment. He's on gonna Tuesday. fucking finger your ass. Oh, I hope so. Hey everybody! Tim's going to get fingered in his ass at the doctor. <laughs> what a homosexual. <laughs> Fuck. Now, you should get your prostate checked if you're over a certain age. I but, will say, though, I did have a camera shoved up my ass last year. I did have a little colonoscopy. And that shit yeah, Tim was so, sucked. Tim was so gay, he asked for three fingers instead of one. Damn, so true, dude. <laughs> so true when you say that. I love I love when you say things like that to me. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. See, this goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. I should. should I should hate myself. I should kill myself. JK. No, don't. JK. Teenage suicide. Don't do it. I'm not a teenager anymore. I'm an teenage old man. Teenage suicide. Don't do it. Remember that movie, Heathers? Is that with Christian Slater? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love my dead gay son. <laughs> great fucking line, dude. What a great movie. Shit. Yeah, well, what do you think about... I've got nipples, Jack. Can you milk me? Can you milk me? <laughs> I got nipples, Jack. Can you milk me? <laughs> dude, he was in The Godfather. Robert De Niro. And I'm not even hating on Meet the Parents, but like that to see that in your script to be like... Oh. I was in The Godfather. <laughs> yeah. I was motherfucking Vito Corleone, and I got to come out here and talk about nipple milking, dude. But that's why it fucking works. Yeah, because it's, it's Robert true. De Niro, man. Yeah, it's big facts. <laughs> now, what Robert De Niro did not work as was a young guy in The Irishman during like the first half of the movie. Dude, that like scene where like he tries to stomp that dude out outside of that store and like he's so old he looks like he's about to fall over <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor guy goofy as hell man it was you know what it was a it was some good pacino rants oh yeah you know what it was it was just a three and a half hour long scorsese slow jerk and that's fine i'm fine with artists i feel like artists particularly uh directors just get to a point in their career where they just have to make their slow jerk movie yeah. They just got to make the, the the most masturbatory, ridiculous. I think that was Hateful Eight for Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just three a three-hour play set in one room that's all dialogue. Like, that was just him fucking around at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. <coughs> Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I haven't. It's interesting. It's I would not long. say good, but it's interesting. For very mixed things. It's... There's some like uh, if I had to like review it, nutshell it, it. There's some cool scenes in it, which I do expect from a Tarantino movie. Yeah, well, you'd fucking hope so. It's Quentin Tarantino. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, but it. He's gotten so obsessed with like doing these like alternate history movies. Yeah, that it gets really fucking annoying. Cause like yeah. The whole thing with, like, the Manson family stuff, it just, it's just, like, I mean, I, I kind of felt the same way that I felt about Inglorious Bastards, where it's, like, I mean, I guess it's cool that, like, we're murdering Nazis, but, like... Real, it, real people died in these conflicts, like... Well, re- well one, real, yeah. real people died in these conflicts, and two, like... It's just, like, very easy to write that. Yeah. It's very... It's kind of goofy. Yeah, it's just very, very goofy, very corny. Yeah. Like, it, it reeks of, like... And, I, and I'm not trying to put this man down, but it reeks of, like, eighth grade creative writing class. Where it's like, what if, like, the Nazis did this? What if we killed Hitler with a band of guys run by Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like something I would have written in 1996 after seeing 12 Monkeys, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's I just... thought he was cool or whatever because he got all the monkeys out of the zoo. Oh, fuck. I, re- I spoiled the end of that movie. Bleep it. Oh, doggy. Dude, they... uh, dude no. I can't, I can't spoil the end of a movie that came out 25 years ago. <laughs> Please. Literally no. 25 years <laughs> Fuck, we're so old. We should kill ourselves on the pod. <laughs> God, I, JK, we're not going to No, that. in the game. <laughs> not end the game. Start the... In fuck, the, there's no the good video game. Right? No, not end the game. In the game. In the game. Listen, we, the joke is in the game. We're it, playing... We're, it's like, we're playing in the game. This is the game. The podcast is the game. And we are in it. I'm going to pull my fucking gun <laughs> out. <laughs> That's what we're in the podcast on.